Welcome to the Mrs. Podcast. A podcast dedicated to exploring the diversity of experiences in Black womanhood. From education to spirituality, we will discuss topics relevant to Black women in today's society. I'm Miss Turquoise. And I'm Miss Lavender. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hey, Miss. Hey, Miss. So we're back. Whoa. Okay, we're back. We back. We back. It's Juneteenth. Our birthday. Emancipation Day. Mm-hmm. You free, nah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it only took two years after <laughs> after the original the Emancipation Patient Proclamation was um Written, declared, yeah. But um, a lot of other countries actually celebrate Emancipation Day, like the formal, like the formal, formal um, colonial mm-hmm. countries in the Caribbean and Latin America. A lot of them celebrate Emancipation Day, but these girls here don't. <laughs> no, so they don't celebrate Juneteenth. That's right. That's good. Miss, what you got for Melanin Poppin' this week? Melanin Poppin'. Melanin Poppin' this week is for um, This Is It Soul Food in Houston. Okay. I had This Is It Soul Food in honor of Juneteenth. I got two oxtail plates. Had some oxtails and rice. Had a little mac. Had a little, some green beans. Some yams. Yeah, you know, I had two plates, so we got the diversity of the sides. Diversity so. of sides, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Okay. So, just a little bit of history. This is it. Um, was started by Mark and Maddie Jones, mm-hmm. um, the grandparents of the current owner. That was back in 1959. It started in Freedmanstown, which is a predor- uh, predominantly African American neighborhood. Um, in Houston's fourth ward. Um, so it's been in their family. It's still run by the grandson. Um, and it's kind of, at this point, it's an institution in Houston's third ward, which is where the current restaurant is located. So um, good food. Uh, people there are fun. Of course. And um, gotta be. Recommend it. Nice. Ten ten would would Tens recommend across the board. Tens across the board. <laughs> okay. Nice. So everybody's still mad. The people in the street. People are still in the streets. Okay. Um. So are the people still defending their racist monuments? It's so lame. Um. Well, they're still continued black lives matter justice for george floyd um protests going on all over the country Mm. and in brooklyn um this past week so today's this past week um the there was a large um several thousands of people were uh, marching in honor of um the slain uh, black trans sisters okay um 
Dominique Fells and Rhea Milton to um, those two um, women were were actually killed not this past week but the week before so um, Rhea Milton was killed in Ohio um, it was actually pretty bloody the police are treating it as a homicide which um, seems not appropriate because it was pretty gruesome mm. um, and then uh, Dominique Fells was um, was killed in Philadelphia, and um, it's what's considered uh, like a, a robbery turned murder. And so there are a couple of people in custody um, regarding that her situation. But um, so we lost two black trans women, um, and so. For us, it's we believe that all Black lives matter, so mm-hmm. um, we can't not, you know, speak up when our sisters are killed um, right. unnecessarily, and even if not the at the hands of the police, they're still killed and their lives still matter. So, all Black lives matter. All Black lives matter. That's right. That's this this kind of podcast is an <laughs> all Black lives matter pack podcast. All the time, every day. Yeah. Miss, so in that same vein, um, mm-hmm. y'all's fave J Cole. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> fave? <laughs> the people love it. I'm not gonna lie, he got some hits. Um, he was real busy on Twitter, real real busy, so busy he had to go and record some tracks. So there is a rapper named well, she goes by the name No Name. Mm-hmm. And she raps about just being a black woman in America, real conscious rap, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, less of the, you know, get your bag, fuck these niggas type, but more like decolonize, you know. And J Cole too, like when we met him, you know, we love neighbors, you know. It was about him being racially profiled and. Another song that's real conscious that he has is called ATM, and it's really about like the dark side, I guess, if you will, of chasing the bag, whatever that mm-hmm. is, the money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's in the same vein, but No Name tweeted, okay, on June the 3rd. Now, let me get my uh, Twitter press release. Let me pull it up. Come on. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, on June 3rd, which was, I want to say, wasn't that like the, when everything was getting started and people were really protesting and mm-hmm. a lot was going on. Media coverage and all that, like reporters were getting arrested on the news, like all this was going on. And she tweeted, be critical of every black man on here with a large platform advocating for black liberation. And if they don't publicly criticize violence against black, trans, and queer people, then they are maintaining white dominance and are white supremacists. Mmm. Spicy. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she then goes yes. on to say... Fuego. Flames. All of mm-hmm. them. She then says, white supremacy is masterful because it uses several methods of oppressive systems to sharpen and enrich itself. Mm-hmm. If you are black, 
enacting patriarchy through silence or actively abusing black women, trans included, you Mm -hmm. improve upon white supremacy. And in other words, you the feds. Also, fuck 12. This is a fuck 12 podcast. (laughs) Defund police. Okay. So, um, she said all that and a lot of other people like y'all faves Don Lemon and everybody was like well the celebrity's quiet and then they sent their uh, Mm -hmm. their expeditious uh, Mm -hmm. ambassador up there T.I. to talk a whole bunch of irrelevant shit (laughs) expeditiously so expeditiously I don't know how that nigga finds time exploitation (laughs) of the yeah him him so on like the next week like about the 16th I think a couple days ago J. Cole came out with Snow on the Bluff now funny thing about that song title is that it comes from a movie by the same name that came out in about 2010s that was a reality movie like if that makes Snow on the Bluffs yeah Mm-hmm. It was like a reality show, movie, scripted. You know, mm-hmm. basically it was fake, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting choice, especially now that we know the lyrics that he posted. And then it was like, why y'all talking about me? But here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of the lyrics that jumped out at me at first, like when I first listened to it, were, she mad at these crackers, she mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police she mad at my niggas she mad at our ignorance she wear her heart on the sleeves she mad at the celebrities low key i be thinking she talking about me <laughs> really yeah. sir you think or you know okay i mean listen what do they say that was about hit dogs right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> hit dogs gonna holler and he's, his volume is turned up <laughs> Why he call himself out? (laughs) He literally did. He literally called himself out. He read himself. He doxed himself. He doxed himself. First bar. Like, here we go. Then he says, the frustration fills her words. It seems to come from the fact that most people don't see. Just because you woke and I'm not. That shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me. Stealing his feelings. Light skin feelings. Just overflowing. All the feels. (laughs) Everything. Get this, this man a, part that like took a me tiny out. violin. Gee, <laughs> yeah, this one I was like, turn this shit off. I don't care. <laughs> he then says, I could make one more suggestion. Respectfully, I would say that it's more effective to treat people like children, understanding that the time and love and patience that's needed to grow. Like, then. Just to make it even more confusing, he says, I once was a child, I've gotten older. So you're in kindergarten or what? So all the Twitter friends typing real furiously, (laughs) you know, split up into two camps. Where the think pieces, where the hot takes, where the, you know, yeah, J. Cole, you know, he's brilliant, you know, he's the revolution, this man, and other side of Twitter, Crystal Twitter was like, nah, fuck that nigga. He's <laughs> talking about women and he don't deserve this and that. And then I really started thinking about it. I was like, well, 
you know, why should we have to talk to J. Cole like he's a baby? Mm. Like, why do we have to break down everything into little pieces mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it feel better? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, a lot of times, like, these guys will, they, they can talk your ear off about racism, right? Mm-hmm. But the second a black woman is like, hey, like, this sexism thing also hurts me. Mm-hmm. They like, what is, what are words? What? What is concept of things? Like. Yeah. So. I had to make sure we were still recording. I was about to be upset. Oh, we are. We good. Mm-hmm. Um, did this thing stop? It's blinking. But back on test. So, yeah, that was, I mean, I just also feel like it's always, the onus is always on black women to, like, fix everyone's problems. Like, mm-hmm. on one hand, you want to fight, you know, against racist systems and people and colonialism and patriarchy and all that shit but then mm-hmm. you gotta turn around and make sure it's palatable I have mm-hmm. to shrink myself to be these things so you can you know relate to me but all I'm asking mm-hmm. for is like facing human decency you know right it's too much I'm tired right yeah and yeah, so I would is like no to, name yeah I would like to not be discriminated against yeah. in this different way Right. That you might not relate to because you're a man, but it's still a part of like my existence. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so on Friday, Thursday, sometime in the middle of the night, No Name dropped a song called Song 33. Mm-hmm. Now we have a rap beef. Oh. <laughs> she dropped her song. And some of the lyrics that stood out were the first opening, okay? Verse Mm -hmm. number one, I saw a demon on my shoulder. It's looking like patriarchy. (laughs) 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 Out the gate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did my house get haunted? You know, and then she goes on to say, but niggas in the back, quiet as a church mouse, basement studio, when duty calls to get the verse out, I guess the ego hurt now. He really about to write about me when the world is in smokes. Like, mm. you know, like his whole message is antithetical to mm-hmm. everything he said. And I just thought she perfectly summed that up. So mm-hmm. shout out to her. Pissing niggas mm-hmm. off. Getting them in their feelings. She ends yeah. by saying she's the new vanguard. There we, we go. We fuck with it. One thousand. Yeah. But yeah. then miss, you know, I'm listening to Psalm 33. I'm like, yeah, talk your shit, sis. <laughs> and <laughs> timeline blows up because our king came in to save the day. It was like, I don't give a shit about none of that shit. Y'all niggas listen to Black Parade. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that. And she's like, actually. She's like, actually, <laughs> y'all tripping. <laughs> Miss is so good. We don't have permission or budget. Oh no. Snippets because we don't get the lawyer monies. <laughs> lawyer monies and Blue Ivy would swoop down here expeditiously and shut our expeditiously. shit down. Expeditiously. So 
but I do know that the proceeds from um, downloads and streams of Black Parade are going to support black businesses, small businesses that were have been hurt, you know, by the COVID. Of a benevolent, benevolent, a benevolent king. king. Okay. A benevolent king. Who who J Cole donating to? Who? Mm. Exactly. Mm. Huh. So yeah, that was interesting Twitter beef. I gotta give it to him. Very on. Come point. on, Twitter beef. I love a good Twitter beef. <laughs> now it's, we do. I do. Like I'm in the comments. Like, oh dang, love that was hot. I, I, <laughs> Retweet that meme with the guy with the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, I never knew who No Name was before this, and I gotta say, mm. I I went down the rabbit hole and like listen to her stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I do need to need some listen to more of her stuff. Yeah, I still yeah. like Jay Cole too. I don't know, is he canceled? Nah, should we cancel him? I um, I to Who's be honest, canceled? I don't care enough about yeah. him to cancel or not. Yeah. I'm just going to fake cancel because I didn't listen to his music. Anyway. anyway. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. fake. <laughs> fake cancel. Pseudo cancel. Pseudo. Just sort of. If it comes on, you still going to be like, ah, this is my song. I'm or probably what? not going to know it's him. <laughs> like, yes, honestly, t- I'm going to be really honest. Miss Neighbors was everywhere when it came out. I don't out. know that song. I don't know her. It was on Obama's summer playlist. Like, mm. Come on. Sorry. He's that nigga. He's hippity hop. It's hippity <laughs> I don't listen to this, this kid's hippity hop music. <laughs> that was such. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> no. That thing is so funny. No one knows. Okay, what can about. I. This is a random tangent. tangent. Hit it. Okay, so a few years ago, I was kind of into. Well, by a few, like five. I don't know. Time doesn't mean anything. Um, what is time? What is time? We're in quarantine. I was, <laughs> I was, um, I was kind of into like Korean dramas and K-pop a little bit. Okay. The K-pop girls apparently bought up all, not bought up, but reserved the tickets for Trump's Tulsa rally. Yeah, they did. And, and that's they had why there was only like 6,000 people when <laughs> like 300,000 tickets were gone. <laughs> I think that is the most hilarious thing. It brings me so much joy. So much. <laughs> they got owned by the libs. Come on, K-pop stands. Well, what I didn't know, a lot of K-pop stands were like black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking at their like avatars mm-hmm. where they were like, ha ha, I got y'all. <laughs> and it was a lot of black girls in there. So again, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to save the day. Because yes, they always. were legit planning a clan rally. Yeah. And yeah. the girls stopped them. I the love girls it. Stopped them. Yeah, I love to see it because they don't know how the I internet works. It. No, they don't. So that was some good news, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> and like the hashtag like the kids are all right. Yeah. It was like going around today. It's like, yeah. Yes, Come zoomers. on, Zoomers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that was yeah, a complete no. tangent. That, no, that was... I saw that, too. You were you were up on the internet last night. I definitely I saw was. that. Yeah. 
It's cool. Uh, Stop with me. Okay. So what else we got? We have this week is art shit. Our weekly topic. Weekly topic. We're gonna talk about the culinary arts. Mm-hmm. AKA get in my belly. Bow, 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 bow. Fat kid y'all. Not really. I mean, we're eating. Well, so, we be eating. <laughs> we be eating. We be eating. We just shouted out this is it. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Girls had oxtails. Yeah. <laughs> like, go off. Mm-hmm. So, the COVID sent everybody home. We know. Yeah. You got sent home. I got sent home. Everybody got sent home. And... It changed a lot. I noticed that it changed a lot about our like daily routine and mm-hmm. maybe for the better for some people, maybe mm. for the worse for others. But one of the big things I noticed was how we eat at home. Like that was yeah. not having to go to work and commute and do all that really changed. You know how we go about our day when we eat, how we eat, you know. Mm-hmm. So Miss. Personally, I mean, how do you think the COVID, like, changed your eating habits? Um, so, we traditionally kind of eat, sorry, um, we traditionally, huh? You're taking notes. No, I'm just moving around. Oh, I was like, it's not for great. The mic is picking up all of the noise, so... It's like crystal clear audio. Yes, yes. So, um, we traditionally cook dinner at home. So, that's just kind of what we usually do. But, of course, now there's like... um, We eat breakfast more, Mm -hmm. which is something that I usually... I tend to skip breakfast and just like eat co- or drink coffee um, when I was going uh, commuting to work. So now I have time to like make breakfast if I wake up in an appropriate amount of time before my appointments start. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's that. Um, and then just kind of eating lunch at home. And then, I mean, you of can't course, go dinner, anywhere. So. <laughs> I mean, all three meals are at home now. Yeah. Uh, however, this uh, week I've been mad lazy, so yes. we've just been ordering in a lot. Well, the governor decided that Corona was over, so. Stupid. Everything's open. They sent the teenagers back to work <laughs> and everybody else, frontline workers, so. You could have gone to the restaurant and got a reservation, apparently, because somebody at my job so weird told me that they went out for dinner at a steakhouse, and it was like like the, inside with yes, other people inside. Oof, couldn't be me. I was like during the pandemic, you just <laughs> you had to get that fillet. Like you just had to do it. You couldn't you couldn't continue existing. Like it, the shit was weird. I was like, okay. That's so weird. It's so weird. It's so suburbs. So just trifling. Like, mm-hmm. No mask on, probably. <laughs> None. Like, how are you going to eat your $50 Mm-mm. steak with a mask on? You're not. 
I mean, you can't. But you can't. Gee whiz. <laughs> I know. You're not supposed to be inside with other people breathing the same air. Like, that's, they that's what care. they said. I don't know. What are rules? We in the Wild West. <laughs> oh. well, so how, how has it changed your eating habits? Well, when I got sent home, I immediately shifted back to night shift. So, mm-hmm. me, myself, am nocturnal, I believe. Um, daytime doesn't make sense to me. I don't know her. Sure. Never met her. i never been her. Um, mm-hmm. don't want anything to do with her. <laughs> so my first meal of the day is always around like one, two o'clock when I wake up from mm-hmm. night shift. Mm-hmm. That's PM. Yeah. <laughs> and I just noticed too, like you said, like I, I love breakfast, but we never get it for having to get up early to go to work. And right. So we would have like Corona brunch. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. I never really I love it. eat lunch and then we'd have like dinner. Well, I guess our last meal. Right. Well, maybe yeah, like maybe our lunch is dinner and we have it at like maybe ten PM and then depending on how night shift is going, we might get a snack or something. <laughs> yeah. Night shift, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Thankfully, Thankfully, my partner is also a nighttime nigga, and it just worked mm. out because whew, if only one of us was a nighttime nigga, I think I don't think that would have, you know, it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. If somebody was trying to get up at like seven and have a whole day, as but a then night I'm trying person to sleep in. with a day person partner, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, it is. I can imagine. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Because no. you be up texting me at four, <laughs> but then you got to get up and, like, do stuff at eight. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you. It's dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, what is time during the COVID? If I want to make pancakes at, like, 2 a.m., I'm going to do it. You know? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Who um, Who's going to check you? Who? Because no one else is up. Mm-mm. I did notice though when we first went on like mandatory lockdown, mm-hmm. people hoarding. Yes, the scarcity of things that was not mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had to get a little bit more creative with our food because mm-hmm. we could only buy essentially what was in the store after mm-hmm. all the hoarders packed out their deep freezer. I guess right. So, one week, we had a turkey. Yeah, I found a... It was the only... It was, like, the only meat left in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, a... It was, like, a... A turkey, like, a breast cavity. It mm. didn't have the legs or the wings or anything. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, the breast... is like, the best part of that. It's, like, the best cut of that whole thing. Like, right? If we be it on. So, of the turkey. Of the turkey, uh. yeah. I like a turkey leg. You like the like, I don't like all those little like mm-hmm. those long pieces and I hate that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I get you though. Turkey breast is good though. Yeah, it's like the best part. To me. So um Right. To me. To me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, miss, hold on. We haven't noticed. Oh, 
Miss, we have a notice. Oh, what did it say? Let's pause for our notice. Okay, crisis avoided. So, yeah, we got our little turkey and we had, like, not Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put a light jerk on it. Yeah. It was a light jerked turkey. It was really Come good. On. You know, so Corona. Mm. Corona. Who did it? You were the mister. The mister did it. All right. We. He like wrote down one of his dad's recipes for like jerking things. So it's Cute. only like a little bit. It's not it's not like boom, 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 boom. it's just kinda like But it was good though. Yeah, no, it was delicious. Like cause turkey tastes kinda gamey mm-hmm. on their own, I think. Yeah. And with all the spices and stuff, it just like took it to another level. All right. So I'm definitely adding that to my quarantine cookbook. What are you that adding sounds to good. this? What you got? You got some new stuff? You had to get creative? Yeah. So um, I bought a pasta maker. So, nice. Like, wait, so, wait, wait. Like, you send the... You make your own dough. You send your dough through and you... That's right. That's Dang. right. So... That's, that's like a level 20 skill. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not. Like, it just I'll be takes over here time. hyped that we got a pressure cooker, but you're like, ugh, I made my own pasta. Like, uh. what? <laughs> I need to try it again soon. But, um, so you, you take the flour and the eggs and mm-hmm. the yolks. You kind of mix it together. It takes a while. You make it into a dough. You let the dough rest. And then you put it, you kind of flatten it out. And then you run kind of the dough through the the manual dough presser part of the, of the pasta maker. And then once it's flat, nice and flat and long, you send it through the other side, which is where it cuts the strips. Oh. So I made fettuccine... Oh. Um, there's other settings, so you could do fettuccine or spaghetti or, uh, no, I made linguine, excuse me. You made uh, But they're you different. Wanted. Huh? What's, what's different about them? I'm thinking blue box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's, that's the, exactly what's the difference right. between a fettuccine? <laughs> Well, the fettuccines are flat, square, so round. The linguine are, I don't know, I'm sure there's there's official de- definitions, but I think about them as far as like, like with, mm-hmm. um, like, fettuccine is like five eighths inch, and okay. or linguine is like five eighths inch and. Fettuccine. I don't know how long fettuccine or how the width of the fettuccine, but you know, spaghetti is typically like very small and round, mm-hmm. and like the linguine is like flat and widthwise a little bit thicker. Hmm. So, so just depending on the type of the type of pasta you want to eat, um, well. Yeah, that's what you kind of run through for the strips part. Can you make flavors? Like, how do they make those, like, mm-hmm. spinach ones and all those mm-hmm. other ones? 
Yeah, you would do that as far as like as you're making the dough. Uh-huh. So I have not, I haven't tried anything fancy mm, like that. Level twenty five skill. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta glow up to that level. Yeah, you can't see me, but I just did that. Uh, what's her name on Insecure? Growth. Growth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Kelly's the funniest character. I said she's it. so funny. Fight me. Like she needs her whole episode. So Just follow her around for a day. Yeah, that, they made us suffer through a day in the life of Molly. Like why? <laughs> she's in tangent, but yeah, she's like, speak your what? truth. <laughs> I hate Molly. <laughs> speak your truth. Uh, if I saw Molly in the street, I would like fight her. Like I cannot stand Molly. Ugh. See, I've been reading a lot of the like. Are you caught like, Twitter up? Twitter drags. No. Be okay, so no. never mind. Which Mm-mm. is fine because I think we got rid of HBO. Like to be honest, after Game of Thrones, so I know that there are other. <laughs> you had every ways. right to do that because <laughs> that shit. I'm still <laughs> mad about that. Okay, so one of my cousins is like, oh, we're on quarantine. Let's watch Game of Thrones again. And I was like, absolutely <laughs> no. not. I have PTSD from that. I'm not going back to watch Game PTSD. of Thrones. PTSD. That's no. exactly right. Absolutely. No. No. Get off my phone. Like, no. Game of Thrones. No, we're not rewatching Game of Thrones. No, absolutely never. Not. For what? Mm-mm. For what? And I'm not finishing those books. Mm-mm. No, fuck those books. We're not buying. <laughs> we don't care. Even Mm-mm. though I'm lying and I'm probably going to pre-order it, like read it all in one day. But still... I'm not. Uh, but yeah, no. PTSD is the absolute correct like word to describe how I feel. They don't deserve our loyalty. No, they you had kidding? us for like ten years. Yeah, Plus, it's like you, like you go, you add all the time it took you to read those books. Like, yes, they don't deserve I mean, our fealty, bro. None. I was unemployed, but yeah, I read all the books. <laughs> you can't get your time back. No. <laughs> Then you had me all hype about it. I was like, yo, the Night's Watch is crazy. <laughs> These Night Watch niggas don't have no fear, no weakness. And I was no. just like, yes, the no show is about to be amazing. And then it just took a shit all over our screens. Like, oh, wow. How sad. Sad. Anyway. But pasta. Let's stay on topic. Anyway, yes. <laughs> okay, go back. Go back. Okay. So cooking, are you, oh, one other recipe that I want to add to my quarantine cookbook Yes, is, and I found this, like I found, like I find most of my recipes on Pinterest. (laughs) Okay. And this was. Vision board. Yeah. And this was, um, this was, it's for basically like a baked sweet potato but you do like all of the fixings and everything like you do, like you would with a regular sweet potato. Oh. With a regular potato, excuse me, like a russet. Uh-huh. Um, so you take, because it's quarantine. Um, mm. Well, like alleged keep quarantine, goods. right? <laughs> uh, quote. Quote, 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 quote quarantine, quarantine, unquote, unquote, unquote. Our Republican governor was like, if he dies, he dies. So only some people are Oh, no, that was Dan Patrick, who was like, 
Fuck Sometimes you gotta <laughs> sacrifice your grandma in order to restart the economy. I was but like, his bitch ass was this on. nigga said all lives don't matter. <laughs> he did, and then he was like trying to be mad at the youth for going out for Memorial Day. Like, bruh, it doesn't I can't make sense. It. They're just like, no, your grandma's life don't matter. Don't matter. We got to get this economy going again. Whatever. I hate them. I do too. I hate you. When the spaceship's coming, I'm tired. <laughs> Leave us alone. Anyway, cookbook. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you take a sweet potato, you bake it, you um, you put chili in it, cream cheese, or no, sour cream, mm-hmm. cheese, jalapenos, green onions, etc. Nice. It's pretty bomb. It's nice kind of... Sweet and savory, yeah. Which we love. I'm like, is the sweet potato too sweet? Or Mm-mm. it's a good because it's it's still kind of low key sweet. So mm. it's a it's a good combo. It's a good flavor profile. If I do say profile. so myself, chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, very nice. That and one last thing, huh? I All did make um, potato soup in the crock pot. Yes. And that I have been happy about. Yes. So what's in that? Um, just some some russets, some um, garlic and onion. I use because I'm black. Um, I use <laughs> Capital more black. garlic and more onions than the recipe calls for. Right. Right. Got to always. Um, Foundation like chicken, um, chicken broth. And cheese. And that's mostly it. Nice. We made something like that. Like, we found, and I have to put it in the show notes, we found uh, a recipe for red beans and rice. Yes. But it's in, like, the pressure cooker. And you use beans, like, dry beans. At first I thought, oh, this is going to take two days because you have to soak beans. That's right. Do all the extra steps. And we, when when my husband told me about it, I was like kind of side out, like I don't want to see all these internet recipes. Like, mm. you know, they leave out steps. So like you said, like it never tastes as good as maybe it mm-hmm. could. But Miss, mm-hmm. this guy, I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna say it. This is a hot take. Hot take. Hot personal take. take. So, okay. I don't trust skinny chefs. Because they clearly oh, no. don't eat their food. Not in like, this house. <laughs> they're not eating it. Like, all your TV faves who are, like, cooking all this food. And, like, sometimes you might go with your friends to Las Vegas and, like, go to their restaurant. But it's nasty. And you're like, I should have known he's skinny. <laughs> you know? The only <laughs> skinny one I trust. Who? Is Giada. Well, is she, is she like, on her own skinny? Or does she do too much to be skinny? Also, mm. she has humongous titties. You know what? So maybe she's capable hmm. of gaining weight. Something to think about. Yeah, like when we first met her, she was always skinny. But is she like doing a lot to stay skinny? You know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. But her food. She'd be is the really only good. one, though. She the only one. All the mm-hmm. rest of them. Uh, Bobby Flay like food a- is not good. Yeah. Fight me. I don't care. We Rich- like a huh? Would you say Bobby Flay? Yeah, Bobby Flay's food is not good. 
It's good. We it's, watch B Bobby Flay a lot. We watch B Bobby Flay and we love when people beat him because we like, yeah, because his food is not good. It's like not. Bobby like how is Bobby Flay gonna beat the ethnic at the what? ethnic person's ethnic food? Excuse me, that sounds wrong. It's very wrong. False. We don't fool with it. Oh. False. Who food we don't like? Somebody's lying. I never liked Rachel Ray's food. It's very nasty. I don't think I tried anything I tried with hers, a honestly. Of them. They're not good. Um, anyway, sorry, you were saying. No, we were just saying, no, it's cool. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion coming real mm-hmm. close. Mm hmm. Listening. Paula Dean's food was good, <laughs> but we know why. <laughs> Very unpopular opinion. Miss She Cook Slice. <laughs> she didn't get the recipe. <laughs> she didn't come up with that shit on her own. <laughs> uh, popular opinion. She got the recipes from from the Negroes that she employed. Miss the N words. She went on TV and cried about saying nigga to niggas. <laughs> so hot. That's why her food good. I know. It's seasoned with her hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like Chick-fil-A. I, I mean... Mm. It's too salty it. sometimes. It's so salty. It's mm-hmm. not even crispy. Like, Why wow. do people like this? Blood pressure. It's too much. And they're racist. We don't like them. And they don't like gay people? They don't like gays. Like, like come on. It's 2020. Stop. Everybody money green. <laughs> <laughs> it's still... Like, it still trips me out when corporations take those, like... Fuck y'all rights stances on stuff. It's so weird. It's so weird because don't they know everyone's money is green? Did they forget? Are they not trying to get paid? I don't so know. you you want this whole group of people to just not patron? Yeah. Like patronize your con- company? I don't know. I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, your quarantine cookbook? Oh, shit. <laughs> to go back. Oh, yeah, to go back. Okay. The red beans and rice. So, mm-hmm. all that being said, we don't trust skinny chefs in this home. We saw mm-hmm. it out of them. So, when I watched the video, miss, this guy, he was very, very, very round. And I was like, all right, cool. We can try it. And it was, <laughs> it was probably okay. It was amazing. <laughs> when I saw him pull out the Tony Sachery, I knew it was bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony's- I was like, I'm doing oh, everything yeah. he said. And when he said he doesn't cook without fresh onions and garlic, yeah, I was like, Save that to Same. the like file. We're making this tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, no. You're like you and me I both friends. Show notes. It was really good. Like. Oh, shit. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out too. Yeah, check that out. He makes it in a pressure pot though. Okay. But I, you can do it without it. But it's mm-hmm. just it's gonna take a long ass time. Sure. But yeah, do you even like cooking? Like, is it your jam? Mm-hmm. Or are you just kind of like, ugh, this is taking too long. Diet. Yeah, no. I like cooking. It's okay. I feel like it's a creative outlet for me. Okay. So you made it's the part investment of my, with that pasta my art. Maker. Hmm? You made that investment with that pasta maker. That's pretty serious. That's like commitment. Yeah. Damn. Well, it just um the first time I made the pasta, like I wasn't it was okay, but mm-hmm. um I'm just looking forward to trying again because it is you know, it's a it's a craft. Mm-hmm. So 
well just cooking in general i think so ten thousand hours type thing yeah i mean you want to get good at it right right Mm -hmm. or you could just add hot sauce to everything well i already do that but (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i mean if things that are subpar a few shakes of a little louisiana hot sauce will take it to another level sure does (laughs) Like, oh, let's need some hot sauce. Sure does. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, like, but I have some, I do feel comfortable in that, like, there are, I have go-to dishes that I know that I can cook uh-huh. off the dome. It's going to taste good. Yeah. It's not going to take all night to make, so. I'm at that level of, like, cooking comfort, so. Nice. I'll get have better. Have you ever tried any of those, like, um, like, uh, what's it called, like, Blue Apron and. Home, mm-hmm. the, the home is it home chef have you mm-hmm. tried those i did blue apron for we what do they do they send a box every week or two weeks something like that i think i did it for a full two cycles so like two months maybe yeah something like that and um the amount that i was spending on blue apron i was like I could have gone to H-E-B, bought all of these groceries plus for the cost of this, like, one box for this three meals or whatever. So So it's kind of pricey? I never tried it. I don't don't know if it's... um, I don't don't know if it's... I don't know if... I'm trying to formulate. I don't know if it's pricey or it's just that... I was very conscious of the meals that I was making and some of them I didn't enjoy too, too much. Mm. And so I was like, the the cost like doesn't like outweigh the benefits. Does that make like, yeah, so the like cost and the benefits are off for and me. And you cooked it and you ate it and then you were like, damn, should have went to Whataburger? Like that's what like, you I were could have, yeah. Okay. Like, I could have got an H-E-B frozen okay. pizza and yeah. would have been more than happy with that. <laughs> Dang. For what I just did this evening, yeah. they really hype that stuff up. People like really go for it. It's it's like fun because the package is, it's like you get the package right, so it's like oh, what's in, <laughs> what's for dinner, and so and then they pack each meal uh-huh. kind of individually, like with all of the stuff. So the the fun part is like you take out the box, you get. You take out the meat products and then the vegetables and then they have like the vinegar and like cute little bitty tiny bottles, which, you know, I'm partial to. And, um, you know, just stupid stuff like that. Like the little salt and pepper shakers are like in little shaker. It's so cute. But um, it's not worth the money for me. (laughs) I love that shit. Okay. Speaking of... Hmm. Not to, um, I'm not going to dox us, but that last trip that we took before COVID, I took the little ketchup bottle and the little Tabasco bottle (laughs) from the meal that we had from room service. Those are the best. And it's still in my pantry and I look at it and I'm just like, this is so adorable. (laughs) The little mini hot sauce with like shakes in it. Oh. I'm never gonna open and keep them. Miss, also on that trip, we had some um, freshly made pasta too. Was that your inspo? 
I'm gonna say yes. Nice. I forgot about that, but that I'm gonna say was yes. Delicious. Dang. Homemade pasta is really good. It was really good. That was a good ass meal. Shout out to you. Shout out. Fuck the corona. We can't go COVID. I know. <laughs> My last trip before oh. we COVID. Our last trip for a while. <laughs> Apparently, people are traveling though. Like usually. <sighs> so weird. What are you gonna do when you get there? In that recycled air. Good God. On an airplane, I know. God. Mm. Anyway. Some this, people gotta travel. Like, you gotta. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta got to. travel for your job or whatever, but you're just going to, like, Florida to what? Like, what are you doing? Like, you going yeah. to Miami Beach? Why? Yeah. People doing it, though. Mm-hmm. But. God bless. Florida's like a hot spot now. Yeah. I don't know if it ever stopped me in a hospital. Yeah. Okay. Are we done talking about food? Never. Um, Let's I, get into I think some shit we, I saw. Yes. Let's oh, go ahead and move into that. So also, COVID sent us home. I think I made it to the end of Netflix. I think I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Except, same. <laughs> except for the stuff I refuse to watch, like Thirteen Reasons Why. Mm. One of our friends told yeah, me what that was about, that. and I was like, "I'm good." I don't need to no, watch that. and uh, you. They told me about that too. Like the premise of it sounds illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's about a stalker. I don't know. Yeah, that. and they like. I watched the trailer. They kind of like glamorize being stalked. Mm-hmm. That's. Not positive. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to watch that show. Um, mm-hmm. But what I did watch, two things related to our food topic. Mm-hmm. I watched Million Pound Menu, and it's like pounds, like British pounds, million mm-hmm. pounds, one million pounds. Please mind the gap between the train mm-hmm. and the platform. Please mind the gap between yeah, the train it was pounds and like the platform. <laughs> At first, I thought it was like million pounds. Like, oh, wow, it's gonna be some fast shit. But then, <laughs> when I started watching it, I knew, I knew what they were talking about immediately. So, the premise of the show is they go visit these like food trucks and like food stalls of people who want to take their business like into a restaurant. Also, mm. pre-COVID, right? They want to, mm-hmm. they want to stop having a truck. And start having a restaurant. So it's kind of like Shark Tank kind of. Okay. Impress me with your skills and I'll write you a check for one million pounds so you can, mm. you know, get a shop. So, Miss, this is first episode by 10 minutes in. And there's, there's like three or four judges, two men, like one lady and like one person that's like ambiguously brown, but everybody else is white. <laughs> They go, they set up like a pop-up and it was for a husband and a wife team who they Mm -hmm. cook Filipino food. Mm -hmm. So the whole time, we'll just call her Karen. The whole time Karen is eating this real ethnic seasoned food, right? She's making faces like, like she's saying that like, Things about the way they prepared, like, the cultural food is, like, I don't know if people would buy that. and This is not appropriate. Like, I think one of the things they made was, like, duck hearts. Mm. Which, at mm-hmm. first, you're like, huh? 
But then it looked really good. <laughs> like, okay. They fry it. Okay, anything fried, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna eat it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she if was it's fried, you can eat it. Duh. Come on. But she was just sitting there making all kind of faces to spicy. And then at the end, where they're like, okay, well, what'd you think about it? She was like, oh, I just think it needs more development. Like, I don't know if I want to spend the time to develop this into something different. And I'm like, develop? But they served you a whole meal. Develop. And then I was like, oh, she needs time to like gentrify it and right. colonize it so all the other Karens right. will go there. And I was, it turned me off. I stopped watching the show. It's just, it was gross. Like they recorded this. Like, do the editors hate her? Like, why did oh, they? Yeah. She's, she's the villain of the show. And like, oh, I can't believe you guys are asking me to do this. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, it was bad. It was cringy. It's people trying to teach ethnic people how to <laughs> yeah, like, de-ethnic guys <laughs> their food. Like whitewash their whole menu yeah. to where like. Because I think she even said something like, oh, well, we can replace this with cauliflower. He's not trying to make cauliflower. <laughs> like, No. He's not. He's trying to do no. something else. So, I don't know. It was weird. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was, I, I turned it off. I was like, I can't watch this. I was like, just getting in the night shift, too. I had settled in. <laughs> Another thing. I'm going to backtrack because I'm off mm-hmm. the list. Another thing we started making in our home was like mm-hmm. popcorn on the stove. Because I don't know if y'all noticed, but like all the snacks in all the stores were gone. Like there were mm-hmm. no snacks. So, mm-hmm. um, they were. Yeah, no snacks. Snacks were. Mm-hmm. So my my mom actually was like, "Well, you should try this. It's really good." And then I remember we used to make it at home. Aww. So we started like popping popcorn in a pot. Mm-hmm. But, like, hooking it up with, like, olive oil and, like, garlic and, like, parsley and, like, other flavors. Come through. So good. I think that's my new favorite snack. I don't know. Me and my husband were saying, like, how are we going to, if we ever can go back to the movies, like, how are we going to eat, like, movie theater popcorn now that we know that this is a possibility? Miss, you better put that in a freezer (laughs) bag and bring your big purse. Right. Yeah. yeah, so try that, guys. All right. So Don't what kind of? Mm-hmm. Do you just buy the like the kernels in the jar? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. At first, we weren't using olive oil. We were using like corn oil, I think, and mm-hmm. it's one of the fine. vegetable oils. Yeah, vegetable oil. We tried that. It's too heavy. Mm-hmm. Um. So use the olive oil. I'm gonna try this. I use the it. olive oil because. We it has a, a lower smoke point. Okay. Mm-hmm. It takes it, it longer to burn. Mm-hmm. So you can pop more of the kernels without them starting to burn. Gotcha. Plus, I like the flavor of olive oil. Mm-hmm. So, hot take. Oh, that's a hot take. Let me we put that on We bought some garlic list. salt, and we like we use that, and yes. I just plain salt. It's delicious, miss. I want to make some right now, but I'm too lazy. It's a lot of steps, and you got to pay attention, right? Like, at first, we used a pot. It had a lid, but you couldn't see through the lid, so you're like, oh, I'm going to open it, but all the corns are going to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So then we found a top. Is it very dangerous? I mean, yeah, because you got to get the oil pretty hot. 
and it's quick too, right? Because it's mm-hmm. popcorn, it's and it all pops. But if you mm-hmm. open the top too soon, they'll jump out all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't wear a proper top, you might get burnt by some grease. Um, gotcha. You know, you're on the COVID, so you're at home comfortable, but you might want to put on yeah. shirts. Well, you know, <laughs> black people, we don't like to get burned by grease. No, hell no. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to watch because it goes really fast. Maybe, like, I learned to start it popping over the burner, but then let it finish and take it off. Mm-hmm. To just, like, make sure it doesn't burn. Because everybody hates burnt popcorn. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah. Got some popcorn. Found another show back on Night Shift. And it was called mm-hmm. um, Nadia's Time to Eat. Mm-hmm. She's also a British export. She won um, British Baking Challenge a couple of cycles ago. Is it the ago. Great British Bake Off? Yes. Mm-hmm. Facts. Great British Bake Off. Um, I thought she was black at first. I'm going to douse myself in my ignorance. That's okay. I was like, oh, it's this cute black girl. Like, she's mm-hmm. thicker than cold grits. And she's wearing this bomb, like, head wrap. Like, who is this? Her nose ring is popping. She's so cute with her little British accent. Oh, my God, I'm in love. And then she told us more of her story. She's actually from Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, more melanated than some of the other mm-hmm. people from that region. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, miss, she go on her show, she goes around to like I guess they live somewhere in they obviously live in England but like mm-hmm. I don't I couldn't tell if they lived in London proper or some maybe of the one others. of the suburbs of London no they lived in one of the other cities I don't want to lie but they she lived in the suburbs but she would go around to um workers who worked in the food service and like food preparation like industries the mm-hmm. one one that jumped out to me was she goes to a place where they like they hydropon hydroponically hydroponically hydro like mm-hmm. the weed they use that method yes to <laughs> they, yes. they made we hydro know you grown <laughs> yes like mushrooms and I was like dang I didn't even I didn't even think that was a thing but it's a thing apparently and they have this huge warehouse and she goes around and she talks to the workers. You know, oh my god, it's so cool! These mushrooms. You know, they make something with mushrooms, and then. Mm-hmm. But the thing that the thing that made me sad, like jumped out to me, like this was peak COVID. Also, was how like happy, and like well adjusted, and like the nice homes they had, and I'm like, how do these people work at the mushroom factory, live in these nice ass homes? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why aren't they like poor, disgruntled, like? immigrate and then I'm like oh because they're not in America they have like health care so they can have fun jobs where they grow mushrooms upside down all day and like mm-hmm. it made me sad they yeah. go home and don't to have to worry about going regular Caucasian homes medical yeah. bills like, she talks to these ladies who work at the canned bean plant and they're like mm-hmm. oh we love it you know we would never <laughs> not work here and I'm like you canned beans for 25 years. But then I was thinking, well, shit. They it must have... be nice to have a passion, though, right? <laughs> it's nice to have a passion, but it's nice to know that you can have a job that you're passionate about and earn mm-hmm. a fair wage. Mm-hmm. You know? Where mm-hmm. you can live and, like, 
you know, not have to worry about being evicted because you didn't make your rent or like being bankrupt because you got the flu. Like, right, yeah. right. So it's a really good show, though. She makes some good stuff. Like she made um, peanut butter and jelly pancakes like that jumped out to me. It looked really good. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounded amazing. And she made it like on a sheet pan. So she's not like individually flipping each pancake. Mm. I'm gonna go back and write the recipe down. But like, yeah, that sounds good. It's a really. It cute says show. here, I was like, according to her Wikipedia. Come on. Um. <laughs> Wikipedia so is a source on this podcast. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> she was. Um, she was invited to bake a cake for the 90th birthday celebrations for Queen Elizabeth II. Oof. So. Oof. Yeah, she made she made some trifles and some things like that. But mm-hmm. she made uh what do you call it? Like a mousse. She made a chocolate mousse thingy. It looked good. All this stuff looked good. Like mm-hmm. even like just basic stuff. I was like, damn, I didn't know. Like she made eggs. I mean, she got a tortilla. It looked sketchy, but I'm partial. I was like, she what? <laughs> she got a tortilla. She made like an egg taco situation. Mm-hmm. And when she pulled the tortilla out of their bag, I was like, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. Like, that's not well, a tortilla. <laughs> but well, okay. Well, that poor tortilla well. traveled across the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> in a shipping container. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> It looked good though. I was like, "Shit, I gotta try that." It's just eggs. Wow. Did I ever tell you about that time? This is tangentially related. Go ahead. We got time. in grad school. Some friends and I went to a rest. It was like a. I don't know if it was explicitly like Mexican, quote unquote, but it was like a Latino kind of. Me- I want to say it, it said that it was a Mexican restaurant. So we went there in London. Oh, no. And we ordered some nachos. Can I tell you that these nachos were Doritos with melted Velveeta? <laughs> and I don't know what else was on top. But I took one look at those nachos and I was like, this ain't it. <laughs> the like, all right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> this, but I think like these are not nachos. <clears throat> I think since then, watching other of our fave like food shows, like anything like Anthony Bourdain or like mm, any of the others who travel around, I think since you were there and since I was there with you. I think their food scene has changed a lot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I think, I think it got really like gentrified. I think a lot of people from from America have gone there to like open restaurants and. That's what we should have done. I know, basically, but it's okay. Like a while ago, we should have done that. I mean, you still can, but they talk about <laughs> crazy shit, and I'm really not with it. I'm just yeah. Thinking. I mean, listen. Okay. <laughs> but I listen. think, like, um, I think it's different. I think that was back then. Like, we were in New York, and they were like, oh, come to this taco shop with me. And I'm like, 
Absolutely. I, like, you're like, <laughs> clutch your pearls. It's like a taco shop this far from the border? No. Right. The ghetto. Oh. Like, Oof. Uh-uh. Nah. It's too far from the board. Because I'm petty, I went and once I talked him out of it, I <laughs> went and um I looked it up and the guys were from San Antonio. So there were probably oh, some bomb okay, tacos. That's like they were probably fuego. Yeah. Caliente. Sabroso. So who knows? Plus, cause they have the internet now. So they can like True. buy anything and ship it to a place. But that makes me question, like, the freshness. Like, how dried out was that tortilla mm-hmm. that Nadia had? Like, you gotta be mm-hmm. kidding me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, like, does Amazon ship that fast? Right. Like, I don't know. Right. Also, fuck yeah. Jeff Bezos. Man. Trillionaire. He's gonna Get be a trillionaire. <laughs> Can you imagine? That was in The Watchmen, remember? <gasps> in The Watchmen, the girl was a trillionaire. Oh, the, what's her name? The evil scientist? Yeah, the evil scientist. Yes, yeah, she mm-hmm. was. Ugh. Trillionaire. I was like, trillionaire. I'm trying to but get these like, red no, men books, today. Though. Can we get these red men, these red reparations, these red men books? Red, what'd you say? Red men books? That, wasn't there President Robert Redford? Redford? Oh, Redford. The Redford <laughs> Redemptions? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Can I get that? Can we do that? Is that a thing? Let's get some of the reference. I'm trying to get some like refer uh, reparations. <laughs> also, shout out to that show for being like woke enough to realize that cops can just be able to randomly pull guns on people. How about that? They had to like that show was call so it in, the future. Call it in to unlock it to then authorize. You know, I mean, he got my man killed, but still, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Miss Weird, 65 minutes. Like, the future last year. It's like looking at 2020. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Well done. 65 Shout out minutes, to y'all. Regina King. Shout out to yeah, the, the Watchmen showrunners. Miss, if you have time, back on to shit, shit we saw. Shit I saw. Okay. Go watch her first season I think of American Crime I don't so know if you saw. I was into American Crime I just hadn't I think I, I started with season two Mm-mm. I think her McConaughey was I think that was the one season. yeah Miss, it was real strong she, real she won that was it she Oscar did that shit she run it I'm yeah. gonna have to watch it it's heavy you don't have to take I breaks I believe you yeah yeah. But yeah. We made it. We're at the end. Hey. We did it. Burp, 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 burp. Burp, burp. I'm going to have to add that. I mean, do you want to add the air horn? <laughs> because I can. I feel like I can. I don't know if that's copyrighted. I like, I like doing the sound. Oh, you like doing it with your mouth? Okay. Yes. Automatopia. Go. <laughs> miss. All right, miss. We closing it out. We're gonna close it out. Hey, happy Juneteenth! Happy Juneteenth! We made it. Fuck the COVID. Fuck twelve. Abolish police. <laughs> they gotta go. They fucking up. We gotta do something. 
Like something pretty drastic. Yeah. People are dying. People are still dying. So. Yeah. Burn it all down, I say. That's for another time. It's for another time. Another discussion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Miss, where can the people follow us? The people can follow us on Twitter at BLK Mrs. Pod. Blake Mrs. Pod. We Blake. At BLK Mrs. Pod. And then they can email us at Blake Mrs. Pod. <laughs> BLK M-I-S-S-E-S Pod at gmail.com. People can also hop in our DMs on Instagram at the T H E E B L K Mrs. Pod. Hit us up. Hit us up. I follow back, so you know. We follow (laughs) (laughs) We follow back. (laughs) No shame in my game. (laughs) Shame. We closing out. We closing out. We coming back next week. With some fire. Flames. It's gonna be spicy. I'm excited. Alright. See y'all guys. Okay, miss. Bye. Bye.